0: I was waiting for you to say, welcome MC MCU complete me so I could say you had me at no, 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 This isn't, this has nothing to do with the MCU. That's true. It's not. This is even a Marvel movie. That's not a Marvel movie. Last time we did say we'd have a great title for our DC spin-off show starting this episode. Oh, right. I
1: forgot. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I mean, technically, I don't need to have it until this is posted. True. True. But I mean, we got to welcome people to the show. And
0: how can we do that if it doesn't have a name? Uh, You know what? Hey there! Welcome to the- Bat Cave. <laughs> <laughs> you know, crystals are well. We're not
1: watching Superman this time, but they're a big part of that movie. I thought you were gonna go into like a Batman deduction speech about like how uh, oh, sure. crystals are rocks, and rocks are rocks are things th- the croc throws. Rocks like minerals, the kind that coins
0: are minted with. Coins like money, which Cuba Gooding Jr. wants Tom Cruise to show him. <laughs> The Batman
1: is a great flick.
0: It's, yes, we're watching Batman the Movie from 1966.
1: 24 frames per second of just the classic shit. Absolutely.
0: What a good time. My, my take on this movie has always been you simply, if you sit down and watch it, by the time the credits roll, you will be in a better mood than you
1: were when you started. I would agree with that, yes. And what more could you want out of the cinema than that? Now you are you are a big fan of this of this Batman incarnation. Uh
0: yeah, I am mostly a fan of this movie. I like the TV show just fine. Uh but I feel like the movie is a really good like just distillation of everything that makes the Adam West Batman great. The TV show can be a little it's very formulaic, because they had to crank out a million fucking episodes, and also it's geared at, like, small kids, and they didn't have, you know, v- you know you couldn't tape episodes back then or whatever. It had to be easy to jump in and out of. I get why it's like that, but it's definitely something where, like, you watch four or five of them, and you've basically watched the whole series, you know? Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I think this is just a very good, like, this captures everything that's great about... Uh, like, the 1966 Batman live-action
1: universe. I have never seen an episode of this before, nor have I seen this film. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I have seen many decades of uh, parodies of this. Yes. It did not prepare me for how good this was.
0: Uh, um, the thing about all the parodies is that the thing they're making fun of is
1: funnier than them, so... <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty brutal when the thing you're making fun of is funnier than you.
0: Like, uh,
1: for decades, and I feel like people have kind of come around on it
0: now, but for a long time there, everyone thought they were too cool and too smart for this Batman. Uh, And they were just like, oh, how embarrassing and lame this was. Completely failing to realize that, no, 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 this Batman is smarter than you. And that's more a knock against you than a compliment to this Batman. Like, they know what they're doing. They completely understand that it's silly. That's the fun of
1: it. Yeah, I was really surprised how much of this movie is, like, extremely sharp script writing. And then actors delivering those lines perfectly.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, it is pitching at a very, like, um non-naturalistic tone obviously but it's just kind of reveling in the melodrama of it and like poking fun at itself without like fully uh like deflating the investment you can have in it as like a fun adventure story yeah they're not
1: winking at you
0: no no Uh, Yeah, it's it's really incredible. So the first time I saw this movie, I think I'd maybe seen an episode or two of the TV show by this point, or at least clips. I don't really remember. Um, My dad's family is weird in a lot of ways that we don't have time to get into. Uh, But one of them is that they have always just kind of been like, I don't know, they're weird about my dad. He's kind of like the black sheep of the family. And listen, there's lots of reasons to maybe be uncomfortable around my dad, but that's that's not any of the reasons that his family is like that. They just kind of suck. Um, which has led to throughout my life getting just really dog shit Christmas gifts from that side of the family where they were like, all right, fuck, uh, Jack's kid. We got to get him something. Um, I don't know. Here's a coloring book from the drugstore kid. That's good. Right. Uh, and one year, the version of that I got was, uh, one of my uncles was, uh, like stopped off at a cracker barrel where they have like a bargain bin DVD rack. And he happened to grab this. He's like, I don't know. He's a teen boy. They like Batman. Right. And, uh, Uh, jokes on him because that's the best fucking Christmas present I've ever gotten I took that home I watched it fell in love immediately like rewatched it with my dad he loved it we had a great time hell yeah You know, rewatched it with the, the DVD I had, had like a commentary track with Adam West and Burt Ward, which I don't remember super clearly, but I remember a couple things and it was just, they knew exactly what they were making. They're like, oh yeah, this is, this part's great. You know, talking about the way they're hamming it up on purpose.
1: It's not bad acting. Dummies, it's good acting. It's just good acting. It's just good acting. How, did they, did they... How many takes do they do for these scenes? Because if I was doing these, I feel like I would have a hard time keeping it straight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wonder at at this
0: point, I don't remember like what point at the production of the TV show they're into, but I, I would think for a lot of this, like they're in that mode. They've kind of gotten the giggles out of them, but I don't know. It's hard to say. I can easily see some of these lines making them break and laugh.
1: I, I read that this was one of the few comedies on television at this time without a laugh track.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which is maybe part of why people don't key into the fact that it's supposed to be funny
1: (laughs) the show's not telling them that's a a comedy right you
0: simply have to draw your own conclusions (laughs) like the batman you right you have to be the world's greatest detective yourself (laughs) also one of the few batman movies to have robin and like not be you know embarrassed that robin's a thing
1: in batman that's right everyone's so embarrassed about the bat family
0: Right, like, because even Batman and Robin and Batman Forever, uh, really, like, they're really trying to sell you that Robin is a cool guy. You know, he's doing fucking, he's doing his laundry, but he's doing, like, nunchuck moves with his socks to dry them or whatever, you know? Which is fun in its own way. I like those movies. But, like, this movie is just fine. Like, no, no, no. Robin's just a teen boy who is in Batman's care and is learning about the world of crime fighting from the world's greatest detective.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um... I I was thinking about this relative to the Schumacher movies, because those are also comedies, but in a much more uh, heightened and absurd way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think even the Burton Batmans are like drawing on this, but they're just adding like a level of like creepiness. Like they turned all the
1: lights down,
0: you know, but other than that, it's not that different
1: uh, tone wise. And uh, one of the things that surprised me about it is that this is actually kind of subdued for how much of a comedy it is.
0: Yeah, it's very like straight. The comedy is in the dialogue they're saying is ridiculous, but they are being dead serious about it.
1: Even just the way it looks like, it's colorful, you know, they're wearing the costumes, but it's not super saturated. It still looks like it's in the real worlds, but there's also yeah. a Batman with a batcopter. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very colorful, but like a lot of stuff in the 60s was very colorful. That was just kind of a popular aesthetic at the time. This is
1: an equally colorful as like The Prisoner.
0: I was going to say, yeah, some of the interiors are like, oh, yeah, yeah, that could be a building in The Prisoner, sure. <laughs> But yeah, like, this movie doesn't even get to the opening credits before it's like, hey, it's a comedy, guys. (laughs) Because you have this incredible opening where it's a spotlight shining on, like, a brick wall where someone has written in chalk, like uh what is it acknowledgement we wish to express our gratitude to the enemies of crime and crusaders against crime throughout the world for their inspirational example and then the spotlight uh moves over to a different wall where it says to them and to lovers of adventure lovers of pure escapism lovers of unadulterated entertainment lovers of the ridiculous and the bizarre to fun lovers everywhere this picture is respectfully dedicated which honestly even at this point I'm all the way on board fuck yeah I'm a lover of pure escapism and the ridiculous and bizarre give it to me
1: this is an incredible incredible intro you usually yeah. don't get that kind of uh uh pure love for the audience
0: Right, it's just, like, before we even get to the joke that I'm about to call out, it's just straight up, hey, this thing is ridiculous, but ridiculous things are fun, and we know that you know that, so enjoy the show. You, you paid for a motion picture show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then the spotlight keeps going to two people in this alleyway making out, and then it's, it pans past them to one last message says, if we overlooked any sizable group of lovers, we apologize. <laughs> Good joke. <laughs>
1: I was also thinking that this may be the horniest Batman movie.
0: That's what I was going to say. It is, on one hand, like, you know, being pitched as a kid-friendly movie in the 60s when there were, like, tighter restrictions on that stuff. But there is just a horny energy emanating from these characters in a way that, like, Captain America takes his shirt off and you get to see his, like, big pecs and it is not as horny as Bruce Wayne fully clothed in this
1: movie. Yeah, this is a Bruce Wayne who would like to have some sex with the Catwoman.
0: This is a Bruce Wayne who is just vibrating with sexual desire.
1: He's ready to throw it all away.
0: Uh, and yeah, and Catwoman getting horny at the idea of crime at all times. <laughs> but yeah, and then yeah, this opening credit sequence is just so good because yeah, we can, get like colored spotlights showing us all our principal characters, and just the opening bit of Batman who he's got his cape up and he's trying to sneak, but then he realizes the spotlight caught him, he just kinda drops like.
1: All right, yeah, hello, it's me, Batman. It's me, Batman. And then he just kind of
0: walks away deflated.
1: You got me. You got me. They don't shoot any night scenes in this movie. I mean, I guess when they're driving.
0: Yeah, that's the only night... But yeah, you usually think of Batman, you know, he's Bruce Wayne by day, but, you know, Batman is a night hero. But no, 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 this is all broad daylight for the most part. Even the night scenes are, like, day for night.
1: Everyone knows the Batman. Everyone loves the Batman. He's deputized uh, by the police... The, the cops are getting this helicopter ready And all the bikini girls are waving at him As he, they see the Batcopter flying <laughs> yeah, soldiers the soldiers are saluting him Right, the, the
0: triplet of Yeah, the bikini girls all waving at Batman The cops all doffing their hats to him And then like, uh, leave it to beaver ass dad Having a picnic with his wife going Ah, it does a feller good to see them up there doing their jobs <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yeah, because they have gotten an anonymous tip that Commodore Schmidlap, a British uh, whiskey distillery mogul who is en route by yacht to America with an incredible new invention,
1: may be in danger. So they got to take the Batcopter out there to scope out this yacht. Uh, Batman's trying to get on the yacht By you know Getting a ladder down From the helicopter But Luke There's a dang old shark Trying to bite him Well I do have Listen I'm uh, Not to correct you But he is not He does
0: not have a ladder Coming down from the helicopter He's got a bat ladder <laughs> He's got a bat ladder The only difference Is that it has a tag on it That says bat ladder <laughs> And not to, Listen, this movie is like dense with jokes and we can't sit here and call them all out. But real quick, right at the start when they're changing, when they go down the fireman pole and just flip a switch, this instant costume change lever. And then when the movie cuts, they're in their costumes.
1: I love how every single thing in the Batcave is clearly labeled.
0: Yes. <laughs> this show, this whole franchise just loves big labels on everything.
1: It's, it's Looney Tunes.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yes. Uh, but yeah, when they try to approach the boat, it vanishes mysteriously, and uh, <laughs> a shark grabs Batman's leg. Uh, One thing I do remember from that commentary track is Adam West talking about, they filmed this scene, and then the production people were like, oh, that looks terrible. We got to reshoot this. We got to figure out a better way to do this, we- figure out like a more realistic shark, or I don't know. And Adam West put his foot down and was like, no, no, we are keeping this exactly like we shot it. Are you joking? This is hilarious. <laughs> It's, it's just
1: a big plastic shark
0: toy. Yeah. Also, fun thing about this movie, because it was made in the 1960s, if they want to do a, sh- a scene with them getting in a helicopter and flying out to the ocean, they just have to put some real bat wings on a real helicopter and fly over the ocean. <laughs> Hell yes. It's great. And then, yeah, he's just wrestling with this shark for a while until Robin gets him
1: the shark repellent bat spray. And, like, doesn't, doesn't toss it to him. There's a long scene of him climbing down the ladder and then hanging on it from the back of his knees like an acrobat. Like an acrobat,
0: yeah. And also, of course, the shark repellent bat spray is just one of many oceanic repellent bat sprays that they've prepared. You gotta come prepare. Hey, as we all know, Batman always wins if he has time to prepare. <laughs>
1: uh the the shark repellent spray gets a shark to get off batman's legs and falls into the ocean and explodes
0: and explodes because as we'll find out later it was stuffed full of dynamite by some nefarious criminal <laughs> <laughs> a lot of marine death in this movie <laughs> that is true this is low opinion of ocean life oh, i think it has a high opinion of ocean life and that's why it keeps fridging these animals <laughs> i think as we'll see later uh batman has a deep and abiding respect for the honor and integrity of marine life especially when they sacrifice themselves in the line of duty
1: oh yes that's true
0: in one of the greatest scenes ever written <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah so batman then holds a press conference about this at which he answers no fucking questions and just tells everyone to leave him alone <laughs> like batman what happened to that ship how did it simply disappear well that's ridiculous. The ship couldn't simply disappear.
1: Wait, so are you saying it didn't happen? I stand by my answer. Next question. And then uh Comrade Kitania Irina Tatanya Kavinska Alisov appears. She's yes. she's she's wearing leopard print, so you know she's the dang catwoman. She's wearing leopard print, she's got like a tall hat, yeah,
0: and she is a a foreign reporter for the Moscow Bugle, uh, you know, here in in the Cold War, reporting on the Batman. And as a silly foreigner, she doesn't understand American culture, like why there's a man in a bad bat costume here. He can't take off his mask. No, of course not. Uh, you know, that, that would ruin his ability to fight crime. Not even Commissioner Gordon knows who he really is. <laughs> the, yeah, and she's like, oh, okay, I get it. You're like mass vigilantes, like the Lone Ranger. like, oh, how dare you? We are fully deputized members of the Gotham Police. We fully support the police.
1: Which, you know, hey, whatever. <laughs> Robin mentions that even his own relatives don't know who he is. Yes. <laughs> Was it just that maybe he has parents? <laughs> and he's That's- just sneaking off. <laughs>
0: If I remember right, it's been a long time since I've watched the show. It, right at the beginning, Alfred and, like, uh, there's a woman gardening out with him in front of the Wayne Manor. I think the the woman, uh, like, Maid doesn't know they're Batman and is always just like, Oh, Master Wayne, why are you so... Uh, I've, I've got this important arrangement for you and you've ruined it by not showing up. Why? You know, and they just don't tell her he's Batman. But yeah, it's true. They don't... <laughs> I don't know, when did Dick Grayson's, like, origin story get written? Is he, like, is the whole, like, Flying Grayson's thing already part of the Batman mythos at this point?
1: I thought that was true from the beginning.
0: I have no idea. I don't, you know, I'm not a Batman scholar. Uh, bu- 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 i am not gonna find this out in a reasonable time frame. This Wikipedia article is way too long because Robin's a fictional character that's been in constant pub- pub- yeah, publication, there we go, for nearly a hundred years. Man, that- that's wild to think about. <laughs> These characters are almost a hundred years old.
1: Yeah, ni- nineteen forty—the first appearance of Robin, and there is the Flying Grayson story. Okay, his it, okay. parents die,
0: so that is established. Okay,
1: yeah, I don't know. He's got someone somewhere,
0: I guess, that doesn't know who he really is. There's no tragic origin in, in this film. No, certainly, I I think it maybe comes up in, in, like, gets referenced on the TV show, but it's not something they dwell on, because that just doesn't suit the tone, right? Like, I think there might be something like, oh, I suffered a tragedy in my past, and that's why I defend the innocent everywhere, or whatever, you know, but that's about as deep as they go with it.
1: He's simply a good citizen, motivated by his desire to fight crime.
0: Uh-huh, yes. Uh... (laughs) Yeah, uh, so they clear out the press room and they're like, oh, thank God we got rid of those press people. I couldn't tell them the truth about what's happening because it would put the whole city in a panic. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) I I like this Commissioner Gordon who's just like, well, God's wounds, Batman, what do we do now? (laughs) And like his Irish cop sidekick. (laughs) (laughs) Who is his sidekick? Yeah, they never name him. He's just like, Bullock? Ah, malarkey, Batman. I don't understand how we're going to stop this one. (laughs)
1: Uh, There's quite a few villains out. The jail. Yeah,
0: they they decide to pull up a list of all known super criminals currently at large. Uh,
1: And we get just all of their yearbook pictures. (laughs) Got the Joker, the Penguin, the Riddler, and the Catwoman.
0: Yeah. And they're like, oh my goodness, which one of them could have been
1: behind this? Oh, or which ones? The Joker is surprisingly kind of the least consequential villain in this one.
0: It is really interesting to me to go back to this time period when the Joker is just a guy with a silly clown gimmick who's just like a random Batman villain and not his arch nemesis. Catwoman is
1: Batman's arch nemesis.
0: Yeah, it's, it's Catwoman and the Penguin mainly and then the Riddler kind of right behind them and then Joker is kind of just their lackey. There are like dedicated Catwoman and Penguin like m- like episodic little escapades in this movie. Riddler kind of has it sprinkled throughout. Joker really doesn't get a spotlight in this movie. He's just there. He's kind of the straight man. Which is, yeah, the Riddler behaves way more like the, the modern like idea of the Joker in this movie.
1: He's just obsessed with getting his Riddles out and and there are points where Joker has to shake him and like, listen, don't send out your riddles.
0: There's moments where the Joker has to grab the Riddler and be like, you're a madman riddler. <laughs> which is just not what you would ever see today. Uh, but yeah, they, uh, they slowly put together that maybe all four of them are involved. Because it was pretty fishy what happened to Batman at sea. And where there's a fish, there might be a penguin. But wait, it happened at sea. And sea stands for Catwoman. <laughs> but the shark... My goodness, it was pulling my leg like a joker. (laughs) And all of this together adds up to one terrible riddle.
1: I love that the Riddler both has like a, a silly tight outfit, but also a really sharp Riddler suit. Yeah,
0: the Riddler has a lot of, yeah, multiple costumes that he goes through in this movie. Uh, and yeah, we see their lair now as Kitka drives out to the docks, uh, where there is just an endless bar brawl going on at this, like, salty dock worker bar. Uh, and she just kind of, like, is grumpily marching through it. And there's, like, a pirate guy guarding the staircase. He goes, hello, Catwoman. And she slaps him and says, don't use my real name in public. <laughs> That's a real name. <laughs> They don't say Selena Kyle in this movie. No, that's never... I, I wholeheartedly believe that in this world, if she pulled out her wallet and her driver's license, it says Catwoman on it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she goes upstairs to the headquarters of the United Underworld. I like they've, you know, again, they got a lot of signs. They also got some uh, logo work. They have, like... Just a logo they've made for their new criminal enterprise, like an octopus
1: squeezing the globe. This is where the SpongeBob thing comes from. <laughs> Wait, which SpongeBob thing? Every villain is lemons. What? Look up Spongebob, Every Villain is Lemons.
0: Okay, I'm looking this up now. Spongebob, Every Villain is Lemons. I don't know this one. Oh, okay, yeah, now I see the logo. Yes, 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 I remember now. Okay.
1: Spongebob had several episodes parodying the 19th. Right,
0: Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy is, is a direct parody of this um but yeah like they're all fighting like arguing with each other about how to do it you know how to stop batman uh catwoman like throws her cat on the table and they're all fucking terrified of this small
1: black house cat there's a lot of cats in this movie. I think there's just the one. <laughs> but he shows up a lot.
0: Well, you know, yeah. she's He's her pet cat. Uh, and <laughs> I like uh, Catwoman's scintillating political commentary. He goes, "Oh, huh, united underworld. We're about as united as the fools at the United World Organization. <laughs> or whatever
1: it's called. The fake <laughs> UN they've got. Yeah, there's a little, there's a little uh, geopolitical commentary in this movie about <laughs> all... It's on the level of, you know, with all the things going on out there lately.
0: Right, right. <laughs> it's, it's more than zero. It's maybe more than you'd expect out of this, but it's not not much more than zero. <laughs> Um, But yes, they have uh, the whole thing with the fake yacht was a distraction so they could kidnap the real Commodore Schmidlap for uh, some nefarious ends. But they've tricked him into not even knowing he's been kidnapped. They've got him a little fake cabin uh, that he's just sniffing the fake sea air out of as like a pirate henchman just blows like dry ice and splashes a bucket of water outside of it. Uh, <laughs> and yet the Joker brings him his team, pretending to be the cabin boy. He's like, I say, good boy, you look, you have a deathly pallor
1: to you. Oh, you're not getting enough of this good sea air. <laughs> I love Commodore Schnitlap. He's just an oblivious British man.
0: He's just the most oblivious man alive.
1: <laughs> uh, they have to get in the bat boat and try to find the, the right the, the evil submarine. Right. They they realize that yeah they couldn't the bat
0: camera didn't get any photos of the of uh, the boat because it was an illusion projected by a buoy that you can just barely see in the middle of the photo. So they need to drive out and dust it for prints because. Those are definitely going to be there on a buoy in the ocean. They just do this again in A Dark night. Oh, right, where they get the, the fingerprint off the bullet. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, uh, Batman Begins also has a plot point about them stealing a dehydration machine from a boat in the ocean. Wait, did it? That's what Ra's al Ghul uses, because he's going to, uh, like vaporize all the water in the the water lines to destroy gotham
1: i thought he was gonna poison it with uh fear
0: oh right because they also uh they did poison it with scarecrow's fear gas but now they're uh it's it's only yet to breathe it in so now they're vaporizing the water to make everybody
1: crazy with the fear gas okay yeah that makes sense
0: I like how you caught yourself partway through saying, oh, that makes sense to what I just said. Yeah, well, you
1: gotta breathe in, so you gotta vaporize the water for your gas.
0: Right, obviously. Batman won't kill you, but he does not have to save you. This Batman doesn't kill, will save the lives of even the most lowly drunkards, unless you threaten a woman he's horny about. Then he'll murder you without a second thought. Yeah, that, that
1: makes sense to me.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, they get out to the buoy, and hey, wouldn't you know it, corrosion and salt, the, vill- the, the greatest enemies of any crime fighter, <laughs> have uh, destroyed the fingerprints. Uh, but deep below the sea, the penguin has a penguin
1: submarine. A submarine with little <laughs> flippers like a penguin. It's
0: got, it's got a little penguin flippers and a little penguin beak on the other side. It's so good. Uh, I would love to have this miniature. I don't know how big it is in real life. I don't know if it's like... It's gotta be big enough that it looks you can sell it as big on a camera, I guess. It probably would not fit in a room very easily, but I wanted it all the same. Uh but, but yeah, they start they the buoy is actually secretly one giant magnet that they pin the dynamic duo to with their utility belts as they start shooting torpedoes at them. Uh and Batman luckily has a like doohickey that can scramble the torpedo's homing uh capabilities. But he's struggling to get that last one done in time and it explodes off screen and for it seems that for the moment maybe they got him. But then we see Batman and Robin driving away sullenly as they talk about the brave porpoise that threw itself in the way of the torpedo to save their lives.
1: The porpoise knew that Batman was in danger and knew that it had to make the ultimate sacrifice.
0: I like that you can equally either take it as that's actually what happened or Batman just constantly reinterprets every fuck up as actually this was good. <laughs> and like the movie will give like both are absolutely 100% equally valid interpretations. <laughs> <laughs> such a perfect film Uh, so now
1: Batman needs to call the admiral to see if maybe he's recently sold any surplus submarines did you buy submarines in
0: the 60s (laughs) this navy admiral is playing tiddlywinks with his secretary and then he's like oh Batman's on the phone oh yeah let me talk to him here you keep practicing your tiddlywinks though (laughs) ahoy Batman a bastion belay what can I do for you like, oh, yes, I did. Oh, it looks like we did sell a military surplus submarine <laughs> to someone named P.N. Gwynn. <laughs> Admiral, did he leave you an address? Oh, no, just a post office box. And this is what really sets Batman off.
1: <laughs> Batman is is struggling to keep his
0: cool. Batman's barely containing his rage as he just says, Admiral, you sold a military surplus submarine to someone that didn't even give
1: you an address. Good day, <laughs> sir. <laughs> and
0: the Admiral's just like,
1: gosh, Batman. <laughs> did I do something wrong,
0: Batman? <laughs> Did I do something wrong? Oh Selling gosh, I'm sorry. Maybe a military-grade submarine to a <laughs> anonymous buyer. Was that was that not good? <laughs>
1: Uh, as soon as Batman hangs up the phone, he sees an intracontinental ballistic missile shoot into the air.
0: He sure does, which explodes in the air to skywrite a riddle. Two riddles, in fact. Uh, what is it? What, uh, what happens when a turkey flies upside down and what weighs six ounces lives in a tree and is very dangerous?
1: I love that the Riddler had access to nuclear missiles- took yeah. out the nuclear warheads and put in riddle warheads
0: well they do specify that this is a pre-nuclear submarine so i think these were normal missiles not nuclear but there's,
1: they're specifically polaris missiles which are nuclear missiles you know what fair point can't argue with you there so they they <laughs> bought a pre-atomic submarine separately yes. acquired atomic missiles took out the atomic <laughs> warheads and put in riddler warheads
0: yes yep that all <laughs> tracks to me <laughs> I like that you get a a very important insert shot of them buckling up before driving away from the docks. It's important to teach kids those kind of lessons. Kids
1: got, this, this is ahead of its time as far as buckling goes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, now they're back at commissioner Gordon's office. And I fucking love just like, I guess choreography is the word for it as they're all pacing back and forth, but like intersecting each other as they do it, trying to figure out these riddles. And of course the answers are, you know, what happens when a turkey flies upside down? It gobbles up. What weighs six ounces lives in a tree and is very dangerous? A sparrow with a machine gun, of course. (laughs) Gets that instantly. Yeah, uh uh-huh. And you combine them together. What would gobble up a bird in a tree? My god, a cat. Now we know that Catwoman and the Riddler are in cahoots. and (laughs) And, and, the riddle was in the form of a joke, so the Joker's involved. And the submarine proves the pit. So it is all four of them working together, just as we feared. And Gordon says the incredible line, the sums of the angle of that rectangle are too terrifying to contemplate. <laughs> what a perfect line. <laughs> just There's so many beautiful lines in this <laughs> movie. I also love the, the sidekick Irish cop's face acting when they're solving the riddles. Where He's like, what could it mean? Oh yeah, Sparrow with the machine gun. That is it. Uh, and they're like, oh, what do you think they're after? Gotham City? Maybe if it were only two of them. The whole country? Mm. If it was only three, then yes, perhaps. But four! Their minimum target is the entire world.
1: And <laughs> it turns out they're going to they're gonna snatch all the members of the Security Council. And you know what? I'll say, Batman, they don't call attention to it. He's not correct. Their
0: Their target is nine million dollars. Which you know, a lot for 1966 money, but it's not the world,
1: Batman. Isn't it nine billion dollars? Oh, I thought they said one million. Maybe they said billion. I might have misheard. I always wondered what supervillains would do with the money if they got it.
0: Yeah, it's a great. I mean, they've got it figured out. We're like, they're gonna go to a private island or whatever. I I can see that working out for them. They're just gonna retire on the money. But yeah, it's usually like, well, how are you ever gonna spend this without getting caught, guys? But they already have
1: nuclear submarine money.
0: <laughs> also true. They're already very rich. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they are. I like that they're just sort of sitting down and like trying to plan out their
1: next move. They've got like notepads and pens. They're just like trying to really puzzle this one out. <laughs> I love that they they don't really have a big plan ahead of time. Just like, hey, let's let's all get together and uh, we'll go Batman. Then we'll figure something out.
0: Right. We'll order some Chinese. We'll work out a cool plan. <laughs> I also, you know, it's a famous thing about uh, the Adam West Batman, but I love that anytime it's the villains, the camera angle has got to be canted. <laughs> you turn that motherfucker to a 45 degree angle right now. Because <laughs> uh, the thing about these guys is that they're a little askew. They are a little
1: askew, except for the Joker is kind of normal.
0: <laughs> Mostly normal. He does like to shake hands with an electric buzzer, but you know. <laughs> uh gotta say the riddler suit it's a good look he's got like a vest underneath with like a cool uh like glossy pattern on it it's good yeah it's a
1: real sharp look
0: he's like a question mark tie pin yeah yeah (laughs) uh but yeah the riddler has a great plan combining all four of their villain gimmicks Because what they'll do, they'll have Batman launched using a trick jack-in-the-box the Joker makes from their headquarters into the ocean where an exploding octopus will kill him. And they'll, you know, key him into this with a riddle from the Riddler and use Miss Kitka, Catwoman, as bait.
1: You gotta make everyone feel included.
0: Right, right. And to sweeten the pot, they'll also kidnap some hapless millionaire. I do say millionaire in this one. Yeah, yeah. Bruce Wayne is a millionaire playboy at this point, not a billionaire playboy. He
1: owns a couple small businesses.
0: Uh, I just love are like, wow, we just need to kidnap some millionaire. Who are we gonna kidnap? The one we got in the back? No, no, no. We already kidnapped him. We need a different one. It's right,
1: because I guess... Was Batman Were the Waynes not always like Basically the owners of Gotham
0: City? I don't totally know All I really can think of With regard to how rich Batman is Is when Batman Arkham City came out The opening cutscene of that Has like a, Like Vicky Vale doing a, a news piece uh, On TV about Arkham City And she's like Oh we're here now We're millionaire playboy Bruce Wayne's here And he like cuts out and goes It's billionaire Vicky Millionaire is so <laughs>
1: last season <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make more sense to me if Bruce Wayne is like one of the more minor millionaires.
0: Yeah, if he was like, I don't think he's supposed to be like Jeff Bezos or whatever. I think he's supposed to be rich.
1: But now he basically is Jeff Bezos. He like oh, he owns the city.
0: Does he? I, I don't. I'll admit, I'm I'm not like up on comic
1: books. I feel like that's that's the tack usually these days. It's like, oh, the Wayne's built the city.
0: Sure but like I I took it as like They built this Like they invested a lot Into this city It's not like They don't own like Half the country You know what I mean Yeah It's just like They love this city And they invest a lot of money Into its infrastructure Or whatever Like have you watched The Batman yet Yes Okay yeah Like that one has the whole thing Of like oh we're gonna start The, the Wayne Fund To like re- revitalize the city Or whatever And then like It gets eaten up by the mob He
1: pledges exactly One million dollars To Arkham <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna look up an inflation calculator see how much a million dollars was in 1966 Just you know we, we gotta get us a good uh uh baseline here let's see one million dollars would be uh nine million dollars okay yeah so if they were like you know if they had hundreds of millions of dollars then they'd be you know tens of billions of dollars today that's that's yeah that's a lot of money
1: that is a lot that is enough to pay for a couple bat vehicles
0: that's enough to buy yourself a bat helicopter and a batmobile with change left over for a bat cave But yeah, there's like, oh, well, what millionaire are we going to kidnap? I know Bruce Wayne, that sickening goody two-shoes with his, you know, do-gooder Wayne foundation. We hate that guy.
1: I love that much like the Riddler, Adam West looks a little silly in his Batman outfit. When he's Bruce Wayne, he's a very handsome man. Adam West, a good looking dude. <laughs> this is probably the hottest Bruce Wayne in film.
0: Yeah, I'm to, I mean, George Clooney is a very good looking guy. I don't really remember how his Bruce Wayne looked, though.
1: I can't, it doesn't come to mind for me either.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, in general, generally safe to assume George Clooney looked good in a movie he was in, you know? Yeah. Uh, Looking at Bruce Wayne, George Clooney. I mean, I'll admit, I mean, he still looks good. He's George Clooney. But I've seen better George Clooney looks than this.
1: I don't know if that haircut is the best for him. Yeah. Yeah. George Clooney is one of those guys, he maybe looks a little better as he gets older. Yeah, that's, that's also true.
0: Um, but, uh, yeah, I like the, I like the cut of, like, Catwoman going into her Kitka, like, voice as she assumes her disguise in the villain headquarters, but then it immediately cuts to Bruce Wayne reacting to her saying it again, like, at his house. Yeah, that is, that's
1: a pretty good cut. Yeah, yeah. You know, they got, they got a little bit of filmmaking chops. Bruce Wayne is is smitten with Kitka. He's ready to throw it all away.
0: In fairness, Lee Meriwether, also a very gorgeous person.
1: Yeah, she does look very good in the suit when she's, like, kicking her legs up against the wall and licking her fingers like a cat. That and just, like, her eyes are just, like, stunning. Yes.
0: Very pretty lady. Uh, And, yeah, she's here just like, oh, yes, you know, Bruce Wayne, the Wayne Foundation is known even in Russia. I'd love to do a story about you. By the way, I also got these riddles in the mail. You think that's serious?
1: (laughs) Um, I like that... I feel like the thing I'm more familiar with Batman is like, oh, he he plays up the playboy angle as Bruce Wayne, but really right. he he's in control of his his impulses. But here he's just that guy. That's who he is.
0: Yeah, the take I've heard before, and I agree with a lot, is Bruce Wayne. This Bruce Wayne is a child's idea of what an adult is like. Yes. Uh you know so he's very serious and does important business tasks all the time but also he's got all these cool toys he plays with when he's done with his work for the day <laughs> Uh, and yeah, so he's like, oh, Miss Kitka, oh, let me, let me cancel a previous engagement so we can go out to dinner later and we can discuss these riddles in more detail. My butler Alfred will show you to the door. I must
1: excuse myself to go to the Batcave. You've had me thinking that maybe we should increase relations between our countries.
0: (laughs) Yes, I've,
1: I've never met a more compelling
0: argument for international relations.
1: (laughs) What if Catwoman accidentally made Bruce Wayne a communist? That
0: would be incredible.
1: <laughs> uh, Alfred and Robin are like spying on their date through. The well,
0: okay, no, no. I'm sorry, I don't mean to just slow us down, but we do need to talk about one of my absolute favorite jokes in the whole fucking movie, which is Batman goes down to talk to Robin about the riddles he got from Kitka. He goes. Robin, tell me what you think of these. What is yellow and rights? And it cuts to Robin holding a pencil to his chin as he thinks and says, A ballpoint banana! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And Batman's answer to that is, Correct, Robin. The only possible interpretation. Uh, and yeah, the other riddle is, yeah, uh, what do you call people moving quickly? Rushing people. Russians. Someone Russian's gonna slip on a banana peel and break their leg. We gotta protect Miss Kitka. <laughs> <laughs> and also, as they're leaving, Batman goes, like, Gentlemen, this may prove to be a most wonderful night. And he does, like, a little flourish with his hand in his cape as he runs away. And gets on the fire pole to, like, jet back up into the mansion. Uh, again, it's just the density of the jokes is incredible. You can't even you can't even say them all, or, you, or you're just you just gotta watch the movie. You gotta watch the movie because yeah, then they go on a date and like again, yeah, this one scene of them having dinner has two different jokes in it because it is two different pirate henchmen playing them violin serenades while Bruce Wayne drinks a snifter of milk. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's a good, upstanding citizen who doesn't drink. <laughs> he doesn't drink. He's just got a big whiskey sniper full of milk that he's swishing around <laughs> as though it is wine. <laughs> and it's like a blinkin' you missing joke, but it's so fucking funny. <laughs> Uh, But yeah, then they get in a horse-drawn carriage and (laughs) Alfred and Robin tail them in the Batmobile. Alfred's got himself his own little mask, but that's the only disguise he gets. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, then they, yeah, they're like, go out dancing, uh... You know and they're just yeah in the park in their carriage again and um yeah this is where batman bruce wayne is just like oh you know the this iron curtain that separates our countries it's so foolish if we don't contrive some way to help people realize we're more alike than different oh uh and robin's getting real
1: bored of watching his dad on a date <laughs> i kind of got a sense that maybe robin was a little jealous
0: a little jealous and or just uncomfortable
1: <laughs> it's not right to watch them like this
0: Yeah, yeah uh, <laughs> Yeah, like Catwoman is signaling to the other villains With a little plastic Morse code thing That's shaped like a cat <laughs> uh, <laughs> um and yeah this is where we're, yeah, we're saying this is a horny movie yeah like kitka closes her eyes like oh, i can just see batman and robin rushing to save me now and bruce closes his eyes and goes funny when i close my eyes i see something very different <laughs> again not coming out and saying it but his at he is practically creaming his pants in this fucking carriage <laughs> And uh, yeah, then they go like to Catwoman's apartment uh where she gets into like a sexy nightgown and he starts saying Edgar Allan Poe poetry at her. Uh but then the villain's str- well, oh right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's like Robin says, "Oh, this is getting indecent. I can't watch anymore." <laughs> I'm sorry, Alfred. It may be prudent to keep an eye on them like we're supposed to, but it's only right to respect their privacy. <laughs> and Alfred's just like, "Yeah, yes, of course." <laughs> he clearly thinks this is fucking stupid, but he doesn't want to be mean. <laughs>
1: And then all the villains are flying on umbrellas Like witches
0: Giant flying umbrellas Uh, Also like The Joker's got a bandana mask on Just you know to hide his identity (laughs) Uh, It is almost Go back to the Nolan Batmans It is equivalent to like The thing people always talk about Where like the Joker's in the nurse costume And Harvey Dent doesn't recognize until he takes the the mask off (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Batman, you know, he gets a few good punches in on these guys, but he's outnumbered. Catwoman is getting, like, battle horny, and she's trying to contain her cat-like impulses.
1: (laughs) She can't help but doing, like, nyads.
0: They get kidnapped and flown away on the Umbrellas, which Robin fully failed to notice flying in, but he does see them flying away.
1: (laughs) Robin was just too stewing mad to pay attention.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, I like that Penguin declares victory over Bruce by, like, putting a foot on his back and then opening his umbrella
1: on top of him. <laughs> like, that's the emote the Penguin bought in the, in the store. Uh, I like that Batman isn't really that good of a fighter in this movie. He just kinda gets his ass kicked.
0: Yeah, and he's very just kinda like, he just sorta
1: swings at you with his full
0: weight. He's not,
1: like, a martial artist at all. Yeah, they don't care about making the hits connect.
0: No, not at all. You- The fists are, like, a full foot away from the face they're supposedly hitting at times. It's great. But yeah, they get kidnapped and taken to the lair where Bruce Wayne kind of comes to. er, The bad guys are confused, like, oh, where's Batman? He should have been here by now. And this is where Bruce is just fully like, I swear if you've hurt one hair on Miss Kitka's head, I will kill you. I will rip you limb from limb. Uh, To settle him down They blindfold him And say alright Catwoman tells him Alright Batman We'll let you see Your darling Miss Kitka (laughs) Batman should threaten To kill people
1: more Uh huh uh -huh. Like I understand If he doesn't do it But why not say it Yeah you know
0: Yeah you can threaten it But (laughs) Yeah, so they Catwoman redisguises herself as Kitka on a bed, and, like, they throw Batman in with her. They're both tied up. Batman kind of, like, climbs onto bed with her because he's so engaged in the exposition, but then he realizes it's improper for an unmarried couple to be laying in bed like this, so he scoots <laughs> back away from her. <laughs> I also love when they throw him in. They throw him, like, face-first into her boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, you know, he's just like, well, I'm, I'm so sorry, Miss Kitka. I was so distracted by your beauty that I let this happen. He's like, well, what about Batman and Robin? Won't they save us, Batman? Or, won't they save us, Bruce? It's like, oh, I can only hope, Miss Kitka. Uh, but eventually he manages to fight his way out of here and escape. Real coward shit leaving Miss Kitka behind, Bruce. Gotta say. Well, he's gotta get back up to save Miss Kitka. Sure, right. Uh, So he gets away and... um. Oh, right. During the fight, he trips the fucking death trap and uh, just henchman gets flung through the window and it's just a mannequin gets thrown through the air that <laughs> explode in the ocean. He killed that man. Yeah, that man
1: died. That's one on the counter.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, Bruce uh, gets back to Wayne Manor. The commissioner is just like, oh, oh, thank goodness you're safe. How'd you get out? Uh, Batman
1: help me. Um, anyway, please leave. He probably wants to call you back at home. Bye. And now it's time for the penguin to reveal that secret invention mentioned earlier. Yes. Uh, What
0: they have stolen from Commodore Schmidlap is a dehydration gun, which he invented for whiskey distillation. But it turns out that if you shoot guys with it, it turns them into dust. But not like in a murder way, in a way where you can then get them wet again and they'll be back to
1: normal. (laughs) I love that all the henchmen are standing perfectly still with no fear.
0: I love that they all have GP on their shirts to stand for guinea pig. Oh <laughs> yeah, just as one by one he shoots them all. Also, love the scene where, again, uh Lee Merriweather looks real good in the Catwoman suit and she's just like lounging with her legs up and like her legs are like framing the other villains talking.
1: It's really good.
0: Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so they dehydrate all these guys and sweep them up to put them in vials. (laughs) Penguin keeps being like, now Catwoman, be very careful as you pour them in here. And you just see her, she's making a huge mess when she's pouring them in. (laughs) Like maybe half of the dust is getting in the vials.
1: Every single one of them has a mother. (laughs) I I just love the implied relationship here where these guys completely trust the penguin and the penguin does care for their well-being.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, listen, the penguin has a very, you know, partially it's a submarine thing, but he's got a military vibe in this movie and like, you know, he respects his troops. He is in charge of them. <laughs> Probably shouldn't be blowing cigarette smoke directly into their dehydrated bodies,
1: though. That seems like nah, a no, no, nah, nah, that'll, that'll you know tough him up a little bit. Sure, yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, so they go back to the lair to try to save Miss Kitka. Uh, this is where we really start getting. Robin's a little budding eugenicist. Bruce needs to nip this shit in the bud. <laughs> he's, he's like, "Gosh, Batman, how do how does no one even notice these super criminals around here?" He's like, "Robin, it's a low neighborhood with many drunkards who simply would write you know write off any strange sightings as the deliriums of alcohol." He's like, "Gosh, Batman, drinking's a filthy habit. I'll I'd hate to never be able to trust my own eyes." And then a guy sticks his head up the window and his, Oh, ha! Huh, two guys climbing up the wall. Like, he, he knows what's going on. He just got other shit to worry about.
1: This is something I remember seeing a lot in Looney Tunes, and it really confused me as a kid. Oh, right, because it's not like alcohol is a hallucinogen. But, did people believe that? Because it sure seemed to pop up a
0: lot. Yeah, and I maybe... Listen, I, I barely drink, so I'm not an expert on this. It, Like, is that maybe a symptom of, like, deep alcoholism or something? I,
1: I, when I was a kid I thought I I believed That alcohol did this And then when it didn't I was like Oh I guess those cartoons Lied to me Yeah
0: cause like The, the classic Like stereotype thing Is like Oh you drink And like you see The pink elephants Flying around Or whatever Which definitely seems More like doing drugs Than drinking But Yeah like I said m- maybe If like you have Like severe Like health issues From alcoholism Hallucinations can be A symptom of that Maybe
1: I don't know All I know is that There's a big cartoon Bomb in here <laughs>
0: There's a big cartoon bomb in here And yeah, this is probably the most famous sequence from this movie <laughs> But it's it's famous for
1: a reason It's incredible Yeah, they, had, they remade this one in The Dark Knight Rises
0: Yeah, absolutely Again, Christopher Nolan I think is maybe a secret uh, big-time lover of Batman <laughs> 66 uh, <laughs> Batman runs downstairs with the bomb Robin just wants to leave it And just let everybody, you know, downstairs in the bar die But Batman's going to save them <laughs>
1: They may be drinkers, Robin, but they're still people.
0: Well, gosh, Batman. I guess when you put it that way, you've got a point. (laughs) Again, Robin's got some troubling political views that I feel like Bruce really needs to work on with
1: him. Yeah, this is this is like Robin seems surprised by poverty, but that's not really his origin. Usually, he seems like like a rich kid who is apprenticing for Bruce Wayne. Absolutely, yes. But yeah, Bruce is just running all around this dock to
0: find a safe place to throw this bomb away. But like, oh, he runs this way and there's some nuns. Run this way. Oh, there's a woman with a baby carriage. Run this way. Oh, there's a marching band. <laughs> oh, I know. I'll throw it over the water. Oh, there's a guy climbing up from a boat. Oh, what about the other side of the dock? Ah, oh, there's two people making out in a different
1: boat. Okay, the third side. Ah, oh, baby ducks. Can't kill them. <laughs> there's these, these, like, brass instrument players who keep yeah. walking around, but not in the path that seems to make any sense.
0: Oh yeah, the nuns and the baby carriage woman, too. Like, Batman turns 180 degrees and then runs into the same people again. <laughs> and none of them are at all concerned about the giant cartoon bomb he's running around with. Some days
1: you just can't get rid of a bomb.
0: Right, because he couldn't clear out the bar because uh, most everyone ran away, but there's two uh, fat women just eating too much food and they won't leave. Because, you know, hey, eh, I guess it's not a perfect movie. Uh, but yeah, he... Uh, <laughs> Eventually manages to just barely survive. Uh Robin thinks it got him, but then he just pops up from behind
1: some pipes, he's like, no, I'm fine. I'm good. They really made me think for a second that maybe Batman got fucked up. <laughs> like I did I I hadn't seen the conclusion to this scene before i'm like, is he is Robin gonna have to like finish this movie on his own? Right, they could have totally done like
0: oh he's in a coma now. He's in a bat coma
1: robin has to use his newly gained respect for drinkers
0: yes uh because yeah now we're entering into basically the penguin
1: episode of this movie where (laughs) the penguin waddles up (laughs) he disguises the commodore and they instantly recognize him
0: (laughs) on account of his huge cigar holder monocle umbrella and waddle (laughs)
1: But they have to go through a whole long complex roll.
0: They will not simply beat him up because they can't prove he's the penguin. So they
1: <laughs> They need to get his fingerprints, but he burned off all his fingerprints.
0: Right. <laughs> like, well, if that doesn't work, uh, what else can we do? And the penguin helpfully suggests uh, you know, eye retina scans, which I guess are like a fancy future technology in, in the 60s. Like yes, Robin, the the tiny blood vessels in your eyes are just as unique as a fingerprint, but we would need to take him back to the bat cave for that. Well, give him the bat gas. <laughs> <laughs> so they just fucking ether the penguin. And at this point, I would say simply drive him to jail, but hey, I guess that's why I'm not the world's greatest detective. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is so long. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so they drive him to the bat cave. <laughs> when he first wakes up, he he's, you know, not, doesn't have his wits about him, so he just starts honking like a penguin. <laughs> and he's like, oh, right, yes, no, I'm, right. <laughs> and uh, he asks for some drinking water while they prepare the tests, and they point it out to him. But, oh, wouldn't you know it, there's a lever on their water dispenser that changes it from safe, drinkable water to heavy water they use for their atomic pile.
1: He accidentally trips it So then when he tries to rehydrate his goons
0: They get hydrated with, yeah, heavy water uh, So that uh, the mere slightest impact Causes them to turn into pure antimatter I gotta say I think the real reason Bruce Wayne Doesn't want anyone discovering his identity Or the location of the Batcave Is because it's just one big OSHA violation Waiting to happen Yes (laughs) Uh, Yeah, they all just, yeah Vanish and uh, Robin's just like, you mean they're not coming back? No, Robin, not in
1: this universe. They killed five men.
0: <laughs> they killed five men, yeah.
1: I'm, I'm putting, putting these on the kill counter.
0: Yeah, again, it's one of the, like the dolphin. It's like, wait a second. Okay, did they get transported to another universe? Or is that a lie Batman made up so Robin wouldn't be too sad about this? Okay,
1: it's like Batman only killed one and Robin killed one. That's true, and two of them killed each other on accident. I,
0: I'll say the penguin is primarily responsible for all of these deaths. Yeah. You know, I he's the one so. that gave him the heavy water. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's it, it counts for more than zero, I'd say. Uh, but, but yeah, then uh, the Penguin's like, well, shit, I'm caught, but Batman doesn't drop the game. He's like, Commodore Schmidlap, you were clearly brainwashed by the Penguin to attack <laughs> us.
1: They thought he was the penguin.
0: Yeah. I'm pretty sure they still do They use the penguin. They just want him to think they're not onto him. Okay. Yeah.
1: Wait, real quick. We did, we did scoop at this, but you said, they said the hard is used to recharge their atomic pile? Yes. They have an atomic pile? Apparently. <laughs> Bat nukes? Yeah. When, uh, uh, the penguin is like clinging
0: to the ladder, you can see a scientist keep off atomic pile. Super high, high voltage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's that big weird machine in the background. I, I don't think they have nukes. I think they have an atomic reactor.
1: To power the
0: the back. Right, exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, Yeah, so they drive off with Schmidlap. Yeah, Robin's like, oh, I, I don't get it, Batman. Why are you pretending? Li- why are you acting? you hit your head or something? This is the Penguin, isn't he? Don't worry about it, Robin. Just take this pill. <laughs> I won't tell you why. Hang out with Batman seems fun. You just get handed weird drugs all the time and you get to watch him fuck catwoman whenever you want like sad
1: pills that's the one other scene i know
0: wait what's the sad pill one
1: uh they they can't stop laughing cuz of the joker gas so batman's no. like don't worry robin i have sad pills
0: that's great i know one where it's uh mr freeze and, like, he's got, like, uh, special lights in his lair that, like, heat up a walkway so you can survive in it. Cause, you know, it's super cold, cause that's how he likes it. And he, like, lures Batman in and then turns them off so that Batman's gonna freeze to death. But then Batman just beats him up and he's just like, what? Why? Well, Mr. Freeze, I'm wearing my special Bat Long Johns under my costume. <laughs> Uh, But yeah, uh, so they pull over to wake up the penguin and he deploys his own evil gas from his umbrella, knocking them out uh, and drives off. But that pill that Batman gave them was actually to protect them from penguin gas. Uh, And they stopped strategically right where they have the bat cycle hidden so they can chase him.
1: I love that they don't cut from going into the bushes to the bat cycle pulling away. It's in the bushes and he has to get in through the bushes and drive out of the bushes on camera.
0: (laughs) Absolutely, yes. Right, so I think you would usually cut around because it looks silly to make a guy in a costume like this do that kind of work. But this movie doesn't care. It lets itself be silly. (laughs) Uh, I also love uh, Robin... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that lazy fuck apparently can't walk 20 feet to the other side of the bat copter. He's going to deploy a little go-kart out of the sidecar to drive up to the other side as they pull up. <laughs> <laughs> also love this. Like, you know, you only see even one wide shot. That has no dialogue. This is like bat mechanic. The guy like getting the helicopter ready. Just has a bat logo on his, the back of his like coveralls.
1: I've always wanted to ride in a sidecar on a motorcycle. That'd be fun. Yeah, I agree. That that should be an option on uh, on taxi cabs. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> More taxi motorcycles, please. <laughs> uh <laughs> but yeah they get in the batcopter. copter uh you know they're trying to trace the stolen batmobile but they're back in the submarine the villains are this is where the riddler is you know going rogue because he simply has to taunt batman with another one of his riddles it'll he'll drive him mad if he doesn't even if it gives away the game uh <laughs> so he- <laughs> the joker's trying to talk him down right riddler come back no You're a madman! You'll doom us
1: all! Riddles are my joy, my heaven on earth, my very paradise.
0: So yeah, he shoots off another one of his nuclear missiles. Almost hits the Batcopter with it. It Comes the closest anyone gets to killing Batman and Robin in this movie completely on accident. (laughs) Uh, because, yeah, that sends them in like a tailspin and they crash. But luckily, Batman happened to catch a foam rubber wholesalers convention out of the corner of his eye and they
1: crash into that. But the villains think Batman is dead. Yeah.
0: I also like that when the Riddler is like running up to look through the periscope to watch, he like puts his face up to the periscope too hard, too fast, like hurts his eye and has to pull away for a sec. <laughs> i got the kind of thing you would just not include that take but it's funny so they do <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> like i know robin the odds of surviving are so low it would make even the most daring gambler cringe
1: <laughs> what a good line
0: <laughs> uh but yeah we get two more uh riddles from the riddler uh what goes up white and comes down yellow and white an egg of course uh, the closest to being like a decent riddle, these two. How do you how do you share seventeen apples among sixteen people? You make applesauce. <laughs> that one got me. That, you know, again, that one actually kind of a riddle, sort of a clever solution to a weird question. <laughs> the egg one gets there, but like, wait, no, it wouldn't come down yellow and white. It would turn yellow and white when it lands. Right. Uh, but yeah, they think, okay, wait, applesauce, that's a unification of different parts and an egg, you know, our hope for the future, a container of all our future hopes and dreams, the world or, or, the organization of nations, the, the, the UN, I forget what we call it in this movie. United United World World Organization. organization. There we go. Right, because the Security Council is meeting today, and that can only mean one thing, that they're going to go do that. And then Robin says, all right, Batman, let's go commandeer a taxi. Batman tells him, no, no, Robin, not at this time of day. We're in good shape. Let's just run. And then it cuts to them running across a mostly empty street onto a very crowded sidewalk. They also (laughs) run through the empty
1: streets sometimes.
0: They also... Yeah, when we see them again, it's in front of a green screen and they're running down the middle of the street as a car is driving towards the camera. <laughs> we also get one of my favorite shots during this where Catwoman's watching through the periscope and just starts kind of, uh, you know, s- like, you know, moving her hips and meowing seductively. And the one pirate henchman who gets a couple lines slowly pulls away from the periscope and looks at her like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> For one fleeting second, a single character realizes that the world he lives in is absurd and ridiculous. (laughs) That's your one little wink it's so good uh but of course the united world organization has a decommissioned submarine dock below it that they can sneak up to it from and catwoman's pet cat can sniff out the weak point on the door to blow it open uh so yeah they start yeah just invading the uh the organization with penguin gas uh love the two guards that fall against each other that they keep opening like doors
1: the choreography here is perfect. Uh-huh. Just like the way the umbrella is flying through the hallway. Yeah. Clips the guards and they, they pretend to pass out, fall on each other's shoulders. Yeah. Wiggle a bit perfectly.
0: Yeah, totally. Like,
1: it do- It feels like it shouldn't look this good.
0: It feels like a very, like, silent movie style gag, you know? Yeah. Like, this seems like a Buster Keaton movie joke. Exactly. But yeah, so they are... <laughs> Yeah, they've knocked out all the guards. Now they're just gonna villainously tiptoe holding their breath so they don't get gassed as they go to the security council room, which is just like a conference room. I like that it's not like a fancy auditorium or anything. Uh, and the oh, these dang world leaders, again, some of this scintillating political commentary, they're so busy arguing at each other in their own languages that they don't even notice that they're getting dehydrated <laughs> and turned into color-coded piles of dust based on their nationality. <laughs> <laughs> Robin says like holy marathon Batman I'm getting a stitch because you've made me run like 20 fucking blocks <laughs> And Batman, Batman's only answer is Robin let's hope it's a stitch in time that saves nine The nine members of the United World Organization Security Council <laughs> Just word association at this point <laughs> Uh, They get to the building and Batman has to read through like 10 different uh, languages before he finds the one that says up for the up button on the elevator. (laughs) But also it's the up button on the elevator. You should just know. Up, 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 up. Uh, the villains, you know, they, they catch him in time, but Catwoman says they'll kill Miss Kitka if they try to apprehend them, which gives them just enough hesitation to escape. Uh, and they see they're too late. They've already kidnapped the, the leaders by dehydrating them.
1: Uh, we're going to have a scene of them trying to get the submarine to come up while all the vials of the leader powder precariously waddles and almost falls to the ground.
0: I will say as much as I adore this movie, you, you, you could have trimmed up this action scene a little bit. It does go on a little long. It is a lot of shots of like Star Trek ass, like, oh no, the command deck is shaking. And like, what's so good about this movie is the dialogue and there's not a lot of dialogue in this action scene because they're just fighting. Yeah, I don't know. A minor criticism, but uh, yeah, we get through all of that. And uh, then the sub surfaces and we get like the classic Batman 66 fight where we're getting like the comic book onomatopoeias on every hit. Yeah, I
1: was, I was missing these. I was wondering when these would show up.
0: Yeah, yeah, you gotta save them for the end. Um, I feel like on the TV show, they're, like, a way to get around a standards and practices thing. We're like, well, we can't show the actual hit, so we stop right before that with, like, the whole screen filling with a we Where here, they're more, like, flourishes.
1: Well, they're also not showing the actual hit.
0: Well, beca- but, like, we're to understand that they're actually getting hit. It's just very deliberately silly, like, stunt choreography. yeah. Uh, you know, they, they fall in the water with a big ker It's really, it feels like a pool party at some point
1: as everyone just keeps getting knocked off the sub. Yeah, I love how easy it is to see that this is just like a pool in the, on the set. <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh Batman t- grabs the cat and Tosses it into a lifeboat There's a little life raft for the cat I love it doesn't want the cat to get wet Cats hate getting wet uh,
0: Yeah, because Catwoman throws the cat at him Not to, like, attack him or anything Just to make him so he has to hold a cat While fighting guys off <laughs> uh. And yeah, eventually everyone gets knocked off the boat, except Catwoman who descends below decks and Batman and Robin chase her down there. I love, Catwoman is like prowling around the edges of this fight and like tactically shoving Robin off at the right time or throwing her cap. She's like the mastermind of this fight. She's in charge of the whole thing. And then she goes down this ladder into the like command room and immediately just trips and eats shit. (laughs) Like through nothing Batman and Robin do, she just knocks herself out by tripping.
1: And uh her mask comes off, and Batman realizes that she is Miss Kitka. And there's like a full 30 seconds of him processing this information.
0: He sees her and he looks off into the distance as the song that the singer was singing when they were dancing the night before her just plays in his head. And Robin starts to say something. He goes, No, say no more, Robin. It might be compromising. <laughs> It's just one of those things that any crime fighter has to deal with. It means nothing. Slap on the back cuffs. Then he's fine. He's totally fine. He's processed (laughs) and he's good. (laughs) They like cut so fast at this point that it's like, makes your head spin.
1: (laughs) All right, enough of that. (laughs) I've had my, I've reached my feelings quotient for the day. No more. (laughs) And uh, even though those vials uh, didn't manage to break during this whole fight, the Commodore comes in and then slips on them and breaks (laughs) them. He
0: breaks them and then
1: sneezes. Just really <laughs> spread them all around. Uh, so cut
0: to Batman and Robin wearing lab coats over their costumes, but under their capes. <laughs> <laughs> As they're working to build a machine that can separate the different powders back into their constituent people. And like, you know, Gordon is on the phone with him the whole time, but Gordon's got the president on the phone who is in turn talking to like other world leaders around the world. We're getting like stock footage of crowds and like every major city just on the edge of their seats waiting to see if Batman can save these minor diplomats that nobody could name. <laughs> I just love how much emphasis this movie puts on. Crystal, pop quiz. Who is the uh, delegate to the United Nations from our country? Go.
1: Uh, yeah, ooh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah right? But everyone acts like it is the single most important political figure you can think
1: of. Uh, Eugenesis Robin makes a suggestion. Yes! Maybe they should, uh, you know, mix around some of the ethnic and national factors of the powder. <laughs> to maybe make better people. <laughs> with the way the world is and all. And Batman
0: is just like, no Robin, it's not our place to play God like that. Indeed, in this very Batcave you saw what happens when man tries to tamper with the forces of Mother Nature. Gosh, yes, Batman is exact line, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> so they run the machine and, oh my God, it seems to have worked. The, the dusts are all separated back into the, they're all color coded again. Oh my goodness. Uh, so they take them back to the security council room and put them in their chairs. And the whole world is on edge as they slowly feed water into the vials. And everyone comes back and, oh, uh, they did it. The whole world cheers. Worldwide celebration because Batman saved the day. But wait a second. Hold on. (laughs) Wait a tick. Uh oh. All these, all these uh, delegates—they're talking each other's languages. They're still arguing endlessly. But like the French guys speak in English, the Israeli guys speak in German, the the Nigerian guy is speaking Spanish. Oh no, we messed it all up. No, no, no. Batman says (laughs) this may, in fact. (laughs) Man, I was like, now, I know this looks like we fucked up real bad, but have you considered that actually, maybe this is the single greatest thing that's ever happened? <laughs> like, Robin, we may look back on this day as the single most important one in world history. We have perhaps contributed more to peace than, like, anyone else alive. <laughs> well, well, Robin, our work here is done. Let's go discreetly out the window. <laughs> <laughs> as everyone else is just kind of like a mix of shock and a horror at what's happened Batman just like I gotta get the fuck out of here
1: <laughs> but that quickly they, they very slowly open the window they slowly yes. toss out their ropes make sure they're secure and then slowly fell uh-huh. down yeah
0: yeah again I just love that Batman sells every major failure as actually a success
1: when you think about it it says the end but then it says the living end the living Question end mark? what does Question that mean work?
0: I don't know I, I don't
1: know what that I, means The
0: living end. Maybe it seems like it must just be a thing from older movies or something. Uh, the living end disambiguation. Uh, I don't know.
1: Does that mean, like, Batman will continue next season on- I
0: guess so, yeah. What does the living end mean? Uh, the most extreme form of something or the final and most impactful development in a series of events, whether favorable or unfavorable. Okay.
1: I guess that's true.
0: I guess, yeah. That was Batman. That was Batman the movie among my all-time favorites. Probably the best Batman movie. It's I'm trying to think if there's even like a contender for me.
1: It's better than The Batman.
0: It's better than The Batman. A movie I liked just fine. Um, yeah, I I like pretty much every Batman movie, but none of them deliver as hard as this one does. This is
1: this is better than the Lego Batman, the other funny Batman. Yeah, I agree.
0: The uh, like this one, the Lego Batman movie has parts where I'm like okay you could have shorten this part up but it's way longer like the big like fight with all the villains from all the different series i'm like nah, i don't care this is boring uh yeah no just a, a immaculate movie again guaranteed to improve your mood <laughs> it's just a joyous thing that i'm glad exists
1: uh if you had to rate this on a scale of f minus to a plus
0: a plus no question
1: i'm gonna give it an a here yeah that that's fair that's fair
0: i i think it absolutely has flaws
1: but the things i like about it more than outweigh them we have some questions okay yeah chris asks if this movie could have had a whole album done by a famous artist like 89 does with prince oh sure who would you want to do it let's
0: see top artists of 1966
1: Top musicians of 1960s. Uh, the Beatles.
0: Sure, the Beatles obviously come to mind. The Beach Boys, I feel like, would be a good uh, tonal
1: fit. The Beach, yeah, the Beach Boys, are pretty good. I could, I could see the Beach Boys. Um, Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Frank Sinatra. Yeah, I feel, I feel like Bruce might be a Sinatra guy.
0: Bruce is definitely a Sinatra guy.
1: Simon and Garfunkel.
0: Sure. Yeah uh yeah i I don't know i think i'm sticking with beach boys i think that's that's
1: my my gut answer just looking at the top hits of the year i got the sound of silence uh i feel good by james brown james brown would fit that would be a good one yeah i guess i'll say james brown
0: okay yeah yeah yeah. we we get the beach boys and james brown to
1: collaborate (laughs) two sounds that would absolutely mesh well together Oh, if only they had a theme for each of the villains. Yeah, that's the thing, right? (laughs) That's what I really want. Uh, Crow System asks, how many people is Batman on the live in this movie? Exactly two. Yeah, yeah, two. And really, one of them is not dead, just uh, in another universe. Uh, We
0: don't see the fates of all the henchmen that get thrown off the water. We do see him punching one in the face as
1: he's trying to swim back to the submarine. That guy might die. That guy might be dead. Uh Mike asks, what other superhero movies do you think would be greatly improved by the heroes fucking up catastrophically badly right at the end? <laughs> Just absolutely beefing it at the one yard line. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Trying to think. Uh they made a movie called The Amazing Spider-Man 2. I have not seen that particular picture. Well, you remember it cuz that's uh, when they advertised that finally we would see Gwen Stacy die. Oh sure, right. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. The fans have been demanding
0: See, that's the problem, right? I mean, because like, hey, Infinity War ends with them beefing it at the one yard line, but
1: it's not fun. Yeah, the movie's not a great flick. No. Uh, What if uh, in The Dark Knight Rises, he doesn't get rid of the bomb? Sure, he just dies, yeah. This happens in The Batman, too. This kind of happens a lot.
0: Yeah. Well, right, that's the difference, though, right? Because in in a lot of, like, especially modern superhero movies, it's going to be like a moment of tragedy as opposed to this where it's a moment of comedy. Yes.
1: Huh. Uh, Superman. Lois Lane dies. See, again, though, that's not fun. Yeah, and it, it does specify that the movie should be improved.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, I think a lot of people would... I think losers would insist that it does improve the movie,
1: that Superman can't make the world turn backwards to reverse time. But that rules, actually. it's kind of what I've always thought. We'll see what my opinion is next episode.
0: Yeah, we. We'll, I we're, we're doing Superman next. Yeah, I... I have not seen that movie in a long time. I remember having criticisms of it, but having no issues with
1: that in particular. I also, like, that was supposed to be the ending to the second movie, right? But then, oh, like, I Donner no didn't get to do it, so it I do not yeah, yeah, I know very little about, like, the production of those movies. I've only ever seen the first one. Uh, Yeah, I guess no, no movies would be improved by them messing up at the end. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they gotta be less self-serious first. Yeah. Superman would, like, mesh well with this tone, but just that movie, it's also very goofy and heightened, but in a slightly different way. Yeah, that's just like an opera. Yeah, yeah. Like, visually, it kind of looks like this does, but it's got a different, like, tone to it.
1: It's good in Man of Steel when he messes up.
0: Well, we'll talk about that.
1: Yeah, that forms the whole basis of Batman v. Superman.
0: Sure, yeah. I get... Okay, I, I'll admit, I have seen Man of Steel and no other Snyderverse movie at this point. Maybe, as we travel through the Snyderverse, I will, like you, become fucking Snyderpilled. I, he's there's just movies. I don't know. People get too worked up about them. <laughs> My thing about that, the, what bummed me the fuck out watching that movie, though, is just like, I don't know, it's been a long time since they just made, like, Superman. Like, Superman? Like, I like Superman, and... I, I'm just not. I don't think "What If Superman Was Bad?" actually was as in, is as interesting of a concept as people seem to insist it is. I I would
1: say that's not what the movie is about.
0: Sure, I mean, I just I I, I don't want a Superman movie that is as glum as Man of Steel is. I'll say
1: that. Well, okay.
0: I feel like if 9-11 is happening in your Superman movie,
1: you messed up your Superman movie. That's just every American movie for the past 20 years is about 9-11.
0: Yes, and hey, how how much more profound would a (laughs) Superman movie that uh, bucked that trend have been for sticking to what makes Superman great, which is that he, you know, saves people. That's what he does in the movie. He saves, like,
1: three people at the end. Uh, Dick Agency asks, where would you have thrown the bomb? Hmm.
0: Okay. So we're assuming we could not throw it away just in time. We gotta, it's a trolley problem. We're killing one of
1: these groups. Right. Someone has to be sacrificed.
0: Well, so I think the the knee-jerk answer would be the baby ducks, because listen, I love baby ducks, but you know, hey, generally people would value human life over animal life. I think that's, you know, probably one tack a lot of people would take. Um... My two go-to's would be you throw it away in the bar because you know what? Those two women got a fair fucking warning and it's on them if they don't want to heed it. Uh, Or you know what? That marching band is practically begging for death.
1: I have an instant answer here and that was on the nuns. Oh, sure. Okay. The Catholics can take it.
0: That's fair. I, I don't know if I'm prepared to put the crimes of the Catholic Church on those two specific nuns.
1: I guess we have to ask Dick how it was like in the orphanage. Well, no, he's not orphaned in this one, I
0: guess. (laughs) Right.
1: I'll have to consult Daredevil on this one. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Um, Sky asks, do you think theatrical movies that just feel like a deluxe episode of a TV show will ever make a comeback?
0: Um, no, I don't, because at this point, then it just becomes, like, a streaming, you know, like, hey, we're just doing, like, El Camino or whatever, you know?
1: They did this recently with the Bob's Burgers movie. That's true, yeah. No, that's true. I'm trying to think of what other ones they've done like this. Yeah, um... Twin Peaks, (laughs) The Return, which is a film, of course. Right, but it's really... It's really an
0: eighteen-hour long movie <laughs> and/or an eighteen-episode TV series. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, uh, I feel like cartoons get this more. Like, anytime there's an
1: anime movie, that is just a deluxe TV episode. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I I feel like it's a little different because um, they they do try to be a little more like an event. Like the Bob's Burgers movies is not even a like bigger scale thing than episode of the show would be.
0: That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get ya.
1: Aleph asks, how do you get rid of a bomb? Probably should just kind of licked his fingertips and just kind of out the, the fuse. Does that work? I do I, I feel like I'll, I feel like the fuse would be resistant to that. Probably. I don't know how they make bombs. Probably should have got a glass of water from the bar and just poured it over it. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess the ocean is incapable of diffusing it.
0: Yeah, I, I guess we do seem to establish the ocean won't do that. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess you simply have to run around with it. Sunshine Moon asks... This is the best one, right? Like you yeah. don't even need to have should Bruce Wayne invest in ending poverty discourse when the movie isn't even trying to convince you Batman is realistic. No, right. He's just the fact of this cart- absurd cartoon universe, like the mailman. Yeah, I, I agree completely. So like, this is, you- since this is our first uh uh Batman movie, let's let's talk about this a little bit. You were gonna yeah, say sure.
0: Uh, no, I was just gonna say, yeah, this movie puts it in such an unrealistic world that like you know the idea, like, oh, he's just beating up poor people. No, he's not. He's beating up super criminals and henchmen. It's not like, oh, uh, there's no world in which it's like well actually that henchman has like a wife and kids at home that he's trying to support and like working for the penguin being dehydrated to fight batman's the only way he can like survive in this world No, no 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 he went down to like the henchman temp placement office and got placed with the penguin because this is just a ridiculous cartoon world
1: this is perhaps the batman that has the most respect for the poor
0: that's true because they may be drunks but they're still people why doesn't he just kill the Joker? Because the Joker's not like an existential threat to the city. He just wants to pull some crime pranks.
1: In the Batman film yeah. released this year, yes, they they try to do this and fall on their butt.
0: Yeah, they have a lot of people being like, "Oh, you're so white privileged, Batman," and it just feels like it feels like a
1: youth pastor trying to relate to the kids. Spoilers for the Batman. I'm just gonna talk about because I yeah, want to sure, sure, talk sure. about.
0: It. <laughs> Let's get into it.
1: They they really pull their punches on that because they even have it like, oh, you know, Thomas Wayne and actually maybe he was corrupt and his little one million dollar donation to Arkham. Well, that was just uh, recaptured by the system and the criminals got it. Right. But he didn't mean it. He was tricked. Yeah. No, he was a good man. Which is like, this is the same thing they do in the Telltale game. But the Telltale, Telltale game, he's actually a bad man. Yeah. Why not just let him be a bad man? He's a good man. Batman has to believe that he's a good man. And then it becomes this weird mix of political imagery where it's like the incels are also Antifa and they're going to assassinate. AOC. Oh, see, I didn't
0: really take them as, like, Antifa. I took them as, like, right-wing militia guys.
1: Yes, there's also, like, that mixed with, like, January 6th, but they're also, like, dressed like black block guys. I guess they are kind of black block guys. They're assassinating AOC, and but then they make Hurricane Katrina happen. <laughs> it's like, you're just throwing everything at the wall here the the political commentary is about as deep as this movie but this movie has no illusions about being deep <laughs> and then at the end of the day batman just needs to uh, uh, help the children uh yeah, batman
0: simply seems to ru- simply needs to rise christ-like out of the water to guide the people to the promised land but
1: also stop the looters well yeah, you gotta stop <laughs> the looters and it is absurd to me that anyone like fell for it yeah, That yeah. there was any idea that, oh, this is the Batman that's trying to interrogate the politics of Batman.
0: No, yeah, it gestures towards the politics of Batman, but it doesn't really know what to make of them or what to say about them.
1: Could have been a two-hour film. Uh, yeah, it
0: could have been. I agree. Just have him catch the Riddler at the end. You don't need the third act twist. And why doesn't the Riddler
1: know that he's Bruce Wayne? That was a du- that was- why'd you pull that punch? What a weird move. Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. Fuck that guy, am I right?
0: <laughs> Again, it makes about as much sense as this movie. But what I'll say, I agree with all you're saying about like the politics of that movie being stupid. That movie is a weird like I do think it's less self-serious than like the Nolan Batmans. Like it is so it it's weird and like heightened and exaggerated in a different direction than this movie. Like that is not that's also not a real place. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is it is like Gotham City is the city that a different city shit out, you know? <laughs> Yeah, and this one, it's it's just New York. Yeah, absolutely. But, like, it's the squeaky clean New York, not the New York we're going to show you on, hey, the nightly news is on after Batman, and ooh, boy, duh.
1: Like, 70s crime New York mixed with 30s Chicago gangsters. Right, right.
0: Even that like there's not that much like thirty Chicago gangster in this movie, even. Yeah. It's it's so far away from like that element of Batman. It is fully in the that's always been the thing that's driven me nuts about people that are like, oh, this this show didn't take Batman seriously. It would disrespected the comics. If you read the comics from this area, they're exactly like this. Yeah. <laughs> this is what they were at the time.
1: <laughs> this is an accurate adaptation. Yeah i i mean i guess if you're if you grew up in the 30s reading golden age batman you might be upset by this turn sure when he's like a pulp hero more of like a dick tracy type yeah But it's like still heightened but in the way that's a little uh a, a little grittier yeah. yeah
0: you know he's he's he is fighting mobsters he's you know he's got a machine gun sometimes or whatever i okay.
1: kind see that
0: Batman again. That'd be fun. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, that's one thing I like about the the Burton Batmans, which is that like it is simultaneously 1989 and 1935 in Batman, you know?
1: Yeah. Like that's on the same spectrum as the Dick Tracy movie.
0: Yeah. Like, yes, it's the 80s and everything, but also like the crowds are people in like uh, fedoras. The press have like the big cameras with giant flash bulbs and like the little press ticket in the brim of their
1: hat. You know, there's gargoyles everywhere. The DCAU got away from this, but that's how the animated series started also. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bat- the Batman cartoon is, it, I mean, they're riffing on
0: the Burton stuff. But yeah, it is simultaneously like 1930, 1980, and like 2010 in the Batman animated series.
1: And final question from Eric. If you had free reign to assemble your own united underworld, who would be in it? Feel free to answer either as a villain hoping for ultimate victory over the Cape Crusader or as an audience member seeking entertainment okay so i'm I'm picking my my four for
0: my united underworld yes, okay I immediately my thoughts I think went to villains they just haven't done in movies because it'd be fun to see them. The first two that jumped to my mind were Clayface and the ventriloquist
1: oh that. That would be good. Yeah.
0: I saw someone talking the other day on Twitter that Clayface would be a really fun movie villain because you could get just like a good A-list, like a couple A-list actors to cameo as Clayface in
1: different scenes and that'd be really fun. I'm really surprised that Clayface hasn't had like his revival moment because he seems like he has a really good power. He's got a good power, but I think
0: they're just so far away from like Batman being a world where like overt superpowers like that exist. Like, if you have superpowers, they are, like, much subtler or whatever. They don't want any of the ones that have, or they're, like, technology-driven or whatever. I think Clayface is, too. But, like, the fact, a shape-shifting guy just doesn't fit in with
1: people's conception of Batman, you know? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. That's the thing about the Batmans, that it's, it's, it's just kind of a lateral move from Nolan.
0: No, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, I like that movie just fine, but I don't think it's, like, solving any problems or anything. Um, am trying to think. I'm trying to think of my other two. Do you, do you have any in mind, Crystal?
1: Uh, I'm trying to think of people outside Gotham. That would be interesting uh, adversaries for Batman. Oh, sure, sure. Like, Batman versus Darkseid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. See, in my mind, I'm going as, like, street-level bad guy as I can. Keep all the, like... Cosmic forces of terror as far away from me as possible. I'm, no, I'm trying trying
1: to trying to put this Batman preparedness idea to the test. Sure, sure. He's had time to prepare for Dark Side. Right, right. The <laughs> like Dark Side, like what are what are some other high level ones? Uh Vandal Savage? Uh
0: sure. D- Vandal Savage would be a fun one to see in a movie. I like him because he's not super powered other than he's immortal and he's just been around really long. Yeah, I'm talking about time to repair. He said time to prepare for everything.
1: Yeah, I do like. Love it when he just knows everyone and everything because he's yeah. been around. Yeah, he probably like just gave the the first Wayne pilgrims their initial loan. Absolutely, yes, yeah. He's on the fucking Mayflower or whatever. Uh, other uh, big DC guys: Superboy Prime, sure. the Anti-Monitor. There's my four. So you can <laughs> handle that, Batman. <laughs>
0: Uh, I'm gonna say, I'm just scrolling through Batman villains, I'm gonna say, yeah, Clayface, the Ventriloquist, uh, at this point now I'm just trying to go counter to your list, so, Dr. Hugo Strange, and, um, uh, Solomon Grundy
1: I've always thought that, um, DC and Marvel should get more antagonistic with what movies they make, like, they Uh should have called that movie Captain Marvel (laughs)
0: oh sure yeah yeah, yeah.
1: they should they should uh dc should make a movie called dr strange they absolutely should
0: hugo strange another guy that seems like he'd be good for a movie yeah like he fits into like oh we want like kind of a psychological thriller side to batman okay there's a guy who's like an evil psychologist that does brain experiments to find out who batman is or whatever yeah that seems like it would fit right in with what people want out of these movies yeah he'd be perfect I guess we have our we have our teams. Yeah, we have our teams. Now they'll fight each other, and yours will kill mine because mine includes a guy who
1: just does ventriloquism and has a Tommy gun. Next time we will discuss the nineteen seventy nine. I think that's right. Yeah, the nineteen seventy eight superhero film Superman. We're gonna believe a man can fly. Ah, uh, we still haven't have found a title for this. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> has this discussion inspired anything? Uh Oh,
0: no. I was too busy thinking about Batman the movie. DC.
1: Soup, soup. Uh...
0: Uh... am uh, I'm forgetting all the... Hold on, let me look up Jerry Maguire quotes. I'm forgetting them.
1: Uh, show me the money. Sure, uh, I know that one. Uh, you had me at hello. Show me the Batcave. Show... Show... <laughs> i mean most of the movies we discussed will have a, a batman sure many of them will um uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> show me the, show me the Batcave isn't awful i don't hate that it's, it's better than anything else we've had <laughs> so far uh
0: yeah i got i got nothing
1: Let's go and show me the Batcave. I'm trying to feel
0: show me the Batcave. <laughs> next
1: next time, show me the Batcave Episode 2, Superman.
0: <laughs> Great.
1: <laughs> Let's end up with a Batman joke. It could not possibly live up to any of the jokes in this film. No, no, no. It really makes me appreciate the humor of this film even more. Looking uh-huh. for a joke from Upjoke.com slash Batman dash jokes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What do you call it when Batman gets hurt? I don't know, Crystal, what do you call it when Batman gets hurt? Bruised Wayne. Mm, mm. Yeah, not as good as any of these jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. Here, here's the one a little better. I think maybe with okay. the okay. more uh, uh, targeted towards this film. Okay. Sure sure. What is Batman's favorite fruit? Mmm, what is it? Banana na na <laughs> na Alright, let's get out of here. <laughs> I like just like the minions.
0: I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs>